Trying to grab all the groceries in one trip? Oof, not how you would have done that. You know sometimes less is more. Like when you drive less and save with the USAA annual mileage discount. USAA. Get a quote today. Welcome all to the Padawan Podcast. I am your host, Lucas, and obviously my <laughs> host is Oscar. Um, he had plans to go see Venom, what they do, Carnage. So, in yep. is my good friend, Harris Production, and they fly now. Yeah. Doing good. How about you? Oh, you know, I'm doing good. Uh, this is your first appearance on the pod, so welcome. Thank you for coming on and being my co-host for tonight. It's a problem. Uh, uh, Harris, let's do a little introduction. Uh, what got you into Star Wars? Oh, it's this is an easy one. So, what got me into Star Wars is just like anyone who got into Star Wars is their parents. So, my father, uh, at the age of five, uh, popped in the the old like Star Wars DVDs and got me hooked on them for show me the entire saga one through six at the time because obviously the sequels haven't come out because obviously i was not that i'm not that young come on so mm-hmm. he showed me uh four five six one two three and i kind of became a fan then then fell out around when i was in my young teens and then when force awakens came out it reactivated the fandom with me and i came back to star wars and i've been a fan since Nice, 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 nice. Um, but uh, guys, we're gonna get into it. So we're gonna be talking about the two episodes, Trespass and Hidden Enemy. Uh, yes, they're not an arc; they are two separate uh um episodes. But we we're kind of getting into the point where arcs are happening more often, and there's not a lot of individual episodes. So we're gonna take. A little bit more time and we're gonna have a whole bunch of stuff at the end talk about star wars news obviously book of boba um so stick around uh stick around for that um but we are gonna get into episode 15 of season one trespass harith before we uh the uh nitty-gritty of it Okay. What were your thoughts when when you first saw this episode? Um, what were your th- thoughts, really? Uh, again, I thought it was a pretty okay Clone Wars episode. I thought it was middle of the pack for the season. I thought it was th- a very interesting plot with the the snow mechanics and everything with that. But for the overall, it was just it was, eh. 
It was, yeah. it was just an eh Clone Wars episode. Like oh, the next right. episode, I thought was really good for season one, but the next one, this one was kind of eh. Yeah, I feel you. Um, so uh, Char is unfortunately not here to do the voiceover like he did last week. Sorry, I'm um, not. I'm not talented like Char. No, no, <laughs> but neither am I. So don't worry about it. Um, so. Basically, what it reads, Republic Outpost Overrun. The Jedi have lost all contact with the clone security force stationed on the bleak, uh, snow-covered planet of Orta Plutonia. Obi-Wan Kenobi and Anakin Skywalker, accompanied by uh, dignitaries from the nearby moon of Pantora, are sent to investigate the disappearance of the clone troopers in the desolate and forbidding landscape. Basically, this is Hoth in the prequel era. Right. Basically. Basically. So, so right off the bat, Anakin Obi-Wan show up and they're in the basically the, this is basically Empire Strikes Back, Han Solo, Luke Skywalker beginning hoods in a cold environment. By the way, those outfits are drippy. I like drippy. Those. those are drippy. Those are really nice. The the goggles and everything. The, the yeah, the, well, I mean, I'm more or less talking like the the like the coat and stuff. Yeah. So that's what I like. That that was that was the first thing I noticed. I was like, yep. I, if somebody had an Etsy shot a shop and they had were selling those, I'd buy one. Hands For sure. Got to be really warm. Um. So uh, we see LAAT gunships uh fly down. Uh, close to the base, and Obi Wan and Anakin and Rex all come out. Which Rex and the clones are wearing <laughs> snowtrooper yep. uniforms, which is pretty awesome. It's pretty rad. Nice, it's it's basically a, this whole episode basically a callback to Empire. Basically, Dave Filoni's like, look, you guys remember the original trilogy? It happened. This... Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's happened. <laughs> um. So then they come down and. They meet Senator uh, Roy Chuchi and Chairman uh, Cho. Or Cho. Um, and let me tell you, Chairman Cho is the worst person in the entire <laughs> arc. He's the yeah. worst villain. Like he's he's not even a good representative or a chairman <laughs> of a of a of a planet. He's just the worst. Just the <laughs> absolute worst. Has to thinks he's got a big dick. Everybody when he walks around. Big oh, I'm the everybody. I. I I am the uh representative. I am the chairman of order of Pantora. Like, <laughs> bro, don't you have a king? Isn't he like the more like superior guy? Um, superior. Like I'm just like he just puts off like terrible vibes. It's like oh, he's like I'm a mustache twirler. You see, yeah, I, I don't basically. Like, like, oh, yeah. uh-huh, uh-huh. He's like I'm um, grievous, but worse. And I don't have like basically, <laughs> basically. Um, <laughs> So, the Jedi basically they the, the Anakin Obi Wan show up and they are like, uh, basically they they're telling Senator uh, Chairman Cho and Chuchi Senator Chuchi to stay behind because like, <laughs> like this is like a Republic matter and right. Cho right off the bat goes. I could go wherever I like. Uh, Pantora is a uh, the Pantora. This is Pantora terry territory, and I'm like, dude, get off your high horse. Just stop. Just get, get off, off your, your high horse. horse. And like Obi Wan, and I feel like Obi Wan just gives off the vibes like, God, I hate this guy. <laughs> I, hate I love this guy. I love how his name is Senator Chuchi. 
like yeah she's yes yeah, so senator chuchi and like chairman cho it's like come on can we get a little bit better star wars names you know what i mean a little, little, little racist there, but yeah, a little, 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 little racist, little racist, little bit. Um, but they, <laughs> um, so then we see that uh, obviously they Pantora, it's within the boundaries, blah blah blah. <laughs> um, so technically, the Jedi answer to Chairman Cho, uh, not Chairman Cho, but Chuchi, Chuchi, um, the senator, um. And, but Obi Wan's basically like, well, Chairman Chuchi, that that decide what was gonna happen, right? Um, and obviously Chuchi's more or less just like gotta like <laughs> let the chairman do what he wants, I guess. At this right. point, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it kind of you kind of start to see the beginning of like Senator Chuchi being like, I don't know about this guy. <laughs> don't know about him at all like he's kind of bad bad shit crazy um so anakin uh obi-wan and rex check out the base um with other clone troopers and they find that the the security force is all dead right and they plug into the um the consoles oh but the consoles are untouched so they basically were like it couldn't have been the separatists because if it were, they would have been, uh, they would have taken all the info that we have. Well, come to find out, they had been doing reconnaissance on a separatist base in the plant on the same planet, on the planet. What and, are the odds? Uh, yeah, yeah. What are the odds? <laughs> um. So then they end up going to the separatist base. Um. They find a hollow hollow replay, and let me just tell you. The um, there is in the old Clone Wars. There's a species Jedi of this kind of um alien, and let me tell you, they. I think that was the inspiration of of using these these aliens for for this episode. Right. Um. But yeah, I like honestly, I think what I put down was like these warriors are badass like Bad. straight up like they were able to t- granted it is it, it they are droids but right. like it's it's like they're i don't know it's it's interesting i should say <laughs> but um so obviously when senator chuchi says um uh so then we get back to the republic base and Chuchi voices basically says, "There's no way this is could have been the separatists, um, because it's like they would have. There's no evidence consistent to that theory." And Senator Cho was like adamant that it was them, just right. adamant to the point. Like, dude, like there's no evidence, so why are you fishing for some? Doesn't make any sense. Um. So then Anakin and Obi-Wan uh, follow the clues to the nearby canyon uh, where they f- see light reflections, which basically is like, hey, there's something. Let's follow that. What? Are, what light reflections? Oh man. oh, man. That's a new invention. Um, so <clears throat> <laughs> they follow it and they find the sentient inhabitants called the Talls. Right. Um. Uh, the good thing about this, so Anakin and Obi-Wan show up, 
and Anakin's like, are you going to be able to talk to them? And in Obi-Wan, I think Obi-Wan says something about Qui-Gon again, which in the old Clone Wars, in the Tartakowski, when Anakin does the whole trial thing, yeah, he says something about Qui-Gon like, being Qui-Gon Jinn's uh, Padawan is very is very useful or something. Um, so they try to um, communicate with each other, and Anakin ends up drawing on a tablet, like, hand-in-hand, hand, like, peace. And they get through to the 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 talls, and but when they leave, one of them just picks up Obi Wan, starts hugging him. And I'm like, Obi Wan's Obi Wan's got a vibe. Oh, He's got a vibe. a vibe. Like like everybody just loves to hug Obi Wan. Um. So then Anakin and Obi Wan go back to the Republic base and tell the, um, tell the Pantorans that uh, they've arranged a meeting with them in the talls. Right. And and like. Again, Chairman Chow, douche, <laughs> is like, these are, they're no more than savages. They couldn't have been here before. And Obi-Wan's like, well, to the contrary, it seems like they've been here for a very, very long time. <laughs> and it's like, Cho just won't hear, like, won't have any of it. Right. And, like, I don't know about you, but it was, like, the most infuriating thing. <laughs> I was like, dude, you're going to... You're going to second guess the Jedi? Really? <laughs> like, come on. Um, uh, so then, basically, they go to the meeting. Um, uh, politely ask that the Republic leave. Uh, the it chairman... Sound like a separatist or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, basically. Um, and then Chairman Chow refuses and tells C-3PO, who, by the way, very could have been very useful in the in the beginning part of this episode, trying to figure out what kind of species these are. Yeah. Um. Uh, ends up translating every single word and provokes war. Nice. So that's great. As C-3PO does. Great. Great start. Great start, guys. <laughs> and I just. Again, if if I had to pick a dummy dummy of the episode, definitely Chairman Cho takes the cake, takes the freaking cake. Um, Does he eat it too, or did he just take the cake? He just takes the cake, and everybody. He's just that guy that everybody hates, you know. Ah. Like he, like we all know that one person that thinks their shit don't stink, and it (laughs) it it definitely does. It definitely does. Um. So after. They, he declares war. He like starts ordering out around the clones, and I'm like, "Wait, hold on. <laughs> you're not a general. Like, you're chairman of a planet that might have sovereign, like, diplomatic uh, reasons for that. But like, you're not a general. You're not. You, you're you're not part of the 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 Grand Army of the Republic. Like." What gives you this say? <laughs> like, Anakin and Obi-Wan are the only people. And, like, Anakin's like, okay, whatever, you guys. You can take the... Uh, you can take them, but don't provoke them. And what does Cho do? He, they, So they basically take off. Um, and they come out. And they're on the speeder bikes. Which, by the way, those speeder bikes, cool as hell. 
Oh yeah. Like the ones that have like the inside. I'm like, where were those at in the original trilogy? Like that's those would have been so helpful to the Rebel Alliance on Hoth. <laughs> so helpful. Oh. It would have it would have been, it would have done wonders because they could have had a ground force and a and a flying force. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so basically, um, Chairman Cho, uh, and the clones are ambushed. Okay. And let me just tell you, another thing, the lion-looking things, cool as hell, <laughs> and that's why I think the Talls won this because they like obviously, and this proves the point of Obi Wan. It's like they've been here a lot longer. They know the land. They know everything about the planet, and they know how to survive. So it's like when Chairman Cho's like, "Oh, there's no way that they're like," <laughs> says who? <laughs> like, what are you talking about, my guy? Like, it, it's you clearly see it. And let me tell you, I, I, I don't like a lot of deaths in this show, but this death was very like satisfying death. You're just like, oh, thank. God, it's over. <laughs> I'm just like, finally, this douchebag gets gets what he deserves. <laughs> and he dies, and he... so, But Rex tries to save him, brings him back. Ch- uh, Chuchi, uh, um, while they're being attacked on, on the speeders, um, the... Like, Anakin, Obi-Wan, and, and Senator Chuchi are talking on the gunship and and anakin and obi-wan are like okay there's gotta be a solution where you can override him there's gotta be there's there's and she's like the 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 speaker of the assembly he he's got uh command over the uh over everything else and then you see another hollow and it's like the the speaker being like yeah this guy this guy's the worst yeah it kind of sucks you can do whatever you want basically and I'm just like when she when they show up and and uh, and Chairman Chow was like, kill these savages. I'm like, dude, haven't you figured it out that you're the worst and nobody's gonna listen to you? Have you figured out that you're literally going to jail right now? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're little. You are literally going to jail right now. <laughs> but we don't get the satisfaction of putting him in handcuffs because he dies. Damn. Um. So. They go to the assembly with the new, uh, with Senator Chuchi and the tall, um, uh, tall's leader. And Chuchi gives this lie and, um, basically says, We, we will leave in peace and hopefully we can live together. Um, and, that they, that's what happened, and I think the coolest part about it is when she throws down the the spears. Well, the spear. Well, the, he throws down one, and she throws down the other, and then they they shake hands. I think isn't that what how it ends? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I and then Obi Wan says uh, request that they maintain peace. She should make if they plan on maintaining peace, she should be the one that makes it last. Right. Which is very, 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 very good in that respect. Yeah. Um, One overall, of the, like, good philosophy for a uh, kid's show and, like, overall. 
yeah, being able to like agree to disagree and find common ground and be able to make light of our differences, right? Basically, um, but yeah, this is a fun little episode. Um, I mean, yeah. we can we can do the uh, grading now. So obviously, if everybody's everybody that's watched this and has been with us week to week. Um, our rankings are Jedi, uh, um, Padawan, Jedi Knight, uh, Padawan, uh, no, Youngling, Padawan, Jedi Knight, Jedi Master, Grandmaster. Um, so, Harith, you being the guest, what would be your ranking of this episode? I'd give it a good Padawan. Yeah? Why? Because, like, it, it's just, it's, it's, eh. It's 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 like yeah, it has the cool Empire Strikes Back callback, but like it's the the rest of the episode is just like the plot is like super thin. There's not much going on. Yeah, it's just it's just it's just eh. it's like yeah, there's it not much nice. to it. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, and I'm kind of with you. I gave it a pad one as well. I mean, it's like good symbolism. Uh, but this is what you would call a filler episode, like a true like a true filler episode. But I don't really like using filler as a montage thing, like as yeah. a as a thing to really hammer home because I it does add to character development. It does. We see Senator Chuchi later in the series. Um we don't see the talls, but we also see Anakin and Obi Wan's relationship again, like growing. Right. Um, so I mean it's it's a good episode. It's 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 Worth showing that episode. Agreed. Um, now this one, the next one, uh, we will be talking about is season one, episode sixteen. Which, by the way, hidden enemy. If you're watching chronologically, is in the beginning. It's like the th- third episode or second episode. Second episode okay, so it goes cat, cat and mouse. Hidden enemy. Cat and mouse, hidden enemy. Clone Wars movie. movie. Yeah. I so, should know, wait, I think it's Domino Squad. Hey, can I tell you a secret? The secret to getting a great shave without any nicks, cuts, or irritation isn't three or four blades, a soap strip, or a swivel head. It's just supporting the blade. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just supporting the blade. Don't let it flex or bend. That's the secret to limiting shaving irritation. At Henson Shaving, we use our 20 years of aerospace manufacturing to keep the blade from moving. It's not the coolest answer, but it's the right one. To learn more and to get 100 blades for free, go to HensonShaving.com slash holiday. It's time to get your checking account to zero with free checking from PenFed. That's zero ATM fees, zero balance requirements, and zero time spent waiting for your paycheck to direct deposit because you can receive it up to two days early. Open your account with just $25 and see how big zero can be. Apply online today at PenFed.org slash free checking. Early direct deposit eligibility may vary between pay periods and timing of payers' funding. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. No, I got flipped up. It's uh, yeah, Cat and Mouse, Hidden Enemy, Clone Wars movie, Domino Squad. Domino it's Squad. Head, it's the yep. before you start. And with. then the Clone Cadet. No, then it's the Rishi Outpost. Yes, and then and uh, then the Invasion of Kamino. The Kamino Invasion of Kamino. Yeah, but obviously we're watching it in release order, right? Because that's just how we do it. Yeah, even um, though chronological order is like a hundred times better. Yeah, it is a hundred times better. But um, 
All right. So, Hidden Enemy, episode uh, 16 of season one. A planet under siege. Separatist forces mercilessly batter the beautiful and elegant world of Christophsis. Unable to defend themselves any longer, the people of Christophsis call upon the Jedi for assistance, hoping to save lives and prevent further destruction. Obi-Wan Kenobi and Anakin Skywalker plan a daring ambush, which can turn the tide in the fight for this crucial star system. Um, and so we start off with, so basically we're on top of two different buildings. Well, not top, we're in, we're in two separate buildings and Rex and Cody are analyzing, uh, um, no, Anakin and Obi-Wan are looking, uh, are looking to ambush, obviously, as we said in the beginning, uh, advancing droids from two towers. Yeah. Um. So they think they've got them, and they start noticing that the droids are separating. One's going the middle, one's going to the left, one's going to the right. They're kind of like, huh, that's kind of strange. And then Obi-Wan's like, uh, all of a sudden, like the droids come out of nowhere, which you would think that they would have had a little bit more time. Like, yeah. Where did those other droids come from? Because when they take off and go to the right, go to the right, go towards Obi-Wan, they, like, they would have had to have had more droids come from behind. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because I was like, that's, that's a lot of droids. <laughs> a lot of droids. A lot of them. Um, And Obi-Wan's like, uh, we basically need help over here. <laughs> and Anakin's like, "All right, here we go. Gonna cut through, uh, cut through the window, real Improvisation. quick." Improvisation. <laughs> yeah, yeah, improvising. That is what is a good trick. Spinning. That's a good trick. But improvising. That is a great trick. Very great trick. Um. So Anakin calls for a gunship, uh, to evacuate on the opposite opposite tower that Obi Wan's in. Um. So Anakin in the five hundred first, uh go flying uh across the um across the way and uh they end up getting to obi-wan and they're like the back and forth like how did this happen like what's what's going on like we don't know what how'd that how'd that happen and so they're like obi-wan's like it doesn't matter right now we got to get to the gunship basically (laughs) um so they get up um up to the top and the droids are still coming, constantly coming. It's like they're they're trapped, basically. Um, here's my thing. This episode, um, is that the same droid from Rebels? Maybe. I never even thought about that before. It, I mean, it could be, but I mean, obviously, in season seven, we see something different, but. Yeah. Um I think it's definitely possible that 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 is the same droid. Right. Um so they managed to escape uh some of the clones like quite a bit of the clones die, which is sad because Damn. at this point in season 1 like you're starting to really get to know these clones on a personal level and you're learning like their personality traits and all this and that. Um so um now back at the Republic base um and they are analyzing the droid's memory and it's like how did they get 
our battle plan. <laughs> huh. There's an imposter among us. I wonder how they got it. And Obi-Wan and Anakin, they come in and are asking how it's going. And Obi-Wan's like, oh, so I think we got a spy in our ranks. Like I said, there's an imposter among us. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Anakin and Obi-Wan only tell Rex and Cody that they are leaving to go check on a lead. Um, uh, and they know it's kind of like they know somebody. If somebody's spying, they'll know who it is. Mm-hmm. If because they're they're obviously um leaving a comm link. Um, and so after they leave, Cody notices that somebody left a com com link and is was eavesdropping the entire time. Rex and Cody are like somebody's been eavesdropping and it's like really (laughs) who would have thought um so like it was so like when they so then they go out of the conference room they look over they see somebody take off and i'm just (laughs) like first of all (laughs) you're soldiers you should be able to catch this guy you know what i mean um, but it's like, what, what yeah. on to exactly? And, and then they're like, I'll cut him off. I'll go around. And it's like, <laughs> okay, let's see how well this works. One, um, uh, like you think you'd be in a closet somewhere, like around the hall, listening to it like this and then just enter out like safely. No, he's, he's, he's listening outside the door and then he, they're like, oh shit, they're coming. Yeah. Basically like, <laughs> like this takes off, <laughs> books it like Usain Bolt. Um, <laughs> So they they chase him, chase him, chase him, and then unfortunately they lose the guy in the mess hall, which obviously kind of is like, well, all right. So one of the one of our soldiers, one of our brothers, is a traitor. Yep. And it's funny because they call back this. I think this is like kind of a callback to when the new Gunray arc, when Gunray is like trying to offer Gray, uh, Gray, not Gray. Commander Green, uh, like, I will pay you handsomely, clone. He's like, uh, nice try. I'm not going to betray my brothers. Oh, but wait, there's like four or five episodes later. Here we go. A clone is betraying his brothers. Well, I mean, chronologically, it's different. So it's like, I ain't going to be like that clone. Chronologically speaking, yes. Or at least I guess, different. I guess that's true. I guess that's true. <laughs> but um, so they decide to contact the Jedi. Um, so we get a, another shot of Anakin and Obi-Wan on their speeders going towards the, um, what is supposed to be the droid base. Right. And like, they can't get communications because obviously when the enemy is in behind, when you're behind enemy lines, right. They're going to jam your communications. Like that's rule number one of warfare and especially in in Star Wars, you know you're in trouble when something is jam- when your communications are jammed. Wait, you know something's gonna happen. A communication disruption will only mean one thing: invasion. 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 <laughs> um. So Anakin and Obi Wan have a nice little back and forth, and and Anakin's like, "Yeah, it only means one thing. Uh, we're we're going into a trap." And Obi Wan's like, "Obviously." <laughs> and it, I just love see like 
the Clone Wars as a whole series does a fantastic job with with the dialogue of what Obi Wan and I think it's awesome how that works out. Yeah. Um it's like it, it just goes to show you the character development that the those those two didn't get in the uh prequels. A hundred percent. And like, it I love it. Yeah. And you again, the 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 point of the Clone Wars, people forget overall, was to add development to Anakin and Obi-Wan's relationship because even Lucas like was talking about it. he's like, Yeah, there was a lack of relationship there, so I wanted to go back and add that in so we can have yeah. this layer of complexity to Anakin and Obi-Wan's relationship. And I yeah. think if you're a new time watcher going through Star Wars, you gotta watch Clone Wars. You you gotta oh, yeah. You need just a to. couple key arcs. Like you could show them two to three key arcs for, yeah. or the series overall, but you need to show them Clone Wars because this stuff right here is, is super important and we'll come because, back into play later. Well, and I think also Clone Wars does a really good job. It, it, it like like at work today. So I usually work from home, but my stuff wasn't working, so I had to go into the office. Um and I had a conversation with a coworker and I, she was like, "Yeah, I haven't seen I've seen the first I've seen the original trilogy, but I haven't seen anything else. And I'm like, listen to this. She's uh, she's big into DC, big into Marvel, but in big like she's a, a nerd. Yeah. Just like everybody, everybody else, but can't get into Star Wars, which is fine. Yeah. But it's like it's the number one like nerd thing like. Besides Star Trek, it was it's either Star Trek or Star Wars that gets the cake of starting off fantasy, sci-fi fantasy. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's the big thing for nerds. So it like blew my mind that she hadn't watched any of the other Star Wars things. And I was like, oh my gosh, you have to watch Clone Wars. She's an she loves anime. I was like, watch Visions. Mm-hmm. Visions, Visions is great. But um like I was like Clone Wars does a great job of because she's like I couldn't get through the first uh, um, episode one, yeah. And she was like, right. I fell asleep uh, before the like during the pod races and before Darth Maul. That's right. And I was like, How do you fall asleep to the duel of fates? It's time to get your checking account to zero with free checking from PenFed. That's zero ATM fees, zero balance requirements, and zero time spent waiting for your paycheck to direct deposit because you can receive it up to two days early. Open your account with just $25 and see how big zero can be. Apply online today at PenFed.org slash free checking. Early direct deposit eligibility may vary between pay periods and timing of payers' funding. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Hey, can I tell you a secret? The secret to getting a great shave without any nicks, cuts, or irritation isn't three or four blades, a soap strip, or a swivel head. It's just supporting the blade. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just supporting the blade. Don't let it flex or bend. That's the secret to limiting shaving irritation. At Henson Shaving, we use our 20 years of aerospace manufacturing to keep the blade from moving. It's not the coolest answer, but it's the right one. To learn more and to get 100 blades for free, go to hensonshaving.com holiday. 
I just it blows my mind. But then again, I get it. It's the first movie. Did and she I'm watch like, release order? Or did she watch prequel? Did she go prequel original no, trilogy? No, she went. She went original. She went release that's, order. That's smart. Yeah, go original trilogy, prequel trilogy. So yeah, that's how it's supposed to be. Yeah. So, and I'm like, you gotta like. I was given her recommendations, and like, I was like, okay, if you don't watch anything prequels, watch Clone Wars, and then watch Episode Three, because mm-hmm. that's really all you need to know. If yeah. I'm gonna be honest um not saying that one and two aren't valid like they're good movies i get it they they add a little bit to the plot and how this clone war start and I, I get it but personally watching the clone wars is more fulfilling for me and it does more to the original trilogy and and it does more for episode three agreed than episode two does for me you can episode skip- one yeah, again, I honestly think this is... I Again, I'm not trying to criticize the prequels because I think it's, it was harped on too much in the early 2000s, but honestly, I think Lucas should have just completely cut episode one Phantom Menace out of the equation, had episode two, and then have a middle movie in the in the middle of the trilogy that takes place dead middle of the Clone Wars, and then had episode three runs of the Sith. I think that's how it should That would have been cool. I, absolutely. That would have been interesting. Um, But, like... Like I said, Clone Wars does a great job of getting you back to the original trilogy and and, yeah. and giving you that vibe of he was a good man and he was a good friend. Like, you don't see that in Episode 2. You, you don't, don't see that relationship in Episode 2. You see it in the Clone Wars, which is very, 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 very important to see because you see that emotional drive, that emotional payoff in uh, Episode 3. When Obi Wan, when when we all see the battle between those two in Episode Three, like that's very very important, and and, and Clone Wars does a great job of making that last fight, the emotions and everything that they go through, that much more important. You know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah, so kind of got off on a little bit of a tangent, but so Rex and Cody have our two analyze the community. And uh, basically, R2 coming in with the win, uh, like, comes in, finds out that there's unauthorized transmissions. Uh, Rex notices the irregular wavelength that is too low and infrequent for them to normally detect. Um, And it seems like the transmissions are coming from Slick's barracks. So... They decide to investigate. Um, they question all Slick's men. Jester uh, was cleaning his weapon, which is interesting because like any typical war movie, like yeah. you always have soldiers cleaning their weapons after battle, like all of this and that. Um, uh, punch, punch and Sketch. <laughs> Man, these names are like on point. Punch and Sketch. Yeah. Uh, we're in the mess hall. The and Gus was in the infirmary. Last one, Chopper. Which, by the way, <laughs> if Chopper would have been a clone, it would have definitely been this guy. <laughs> Hands down. <laughs> like you, you cannot tell me that this Chopper, what that that Chopper wasn't based off this guy. Like no way. Yeah. And yeah, 
and like they start questioning him and and he goes, "All right, all right, fine." Uh and he reveals that he has droid fingers, which <laughs> by the way, really funny cuz yeah. it's like you're taking fingers from a droid. <laughs> Interesting. Um but uh he's like, "I just wanted this. I just wanted something back." <laughs> which yeah. Is very much realistic because you sometimes you got the crazy guys in the movies that when a war movie happens and they kill somebody, they yeah. take a trophy. Kind of sinister, absolutely. But being a kid's show, obviously droids are able you're able to do that with droids. They're dispensable. Yeah. Um so then Chopper denies being a spy. And then turns the whole thing onto Slick. Yeah, he wasn't pretty slick. Oh, yeah. No, it was not slick at all. <laughs> um, and Slick goes, he feels cornered. We, you don't have to say anything else, but there'll be a full investigation when the Jedi come back. And, like, <laughs> he's like, uh, Rex and Cody are like, uh, I don't know why you said the Jedi. How you knew about the Jedi. We never said that the Jedi were gone. Yeah. And he's like, I wish you wouldn't have heard that, sir. And then, like, beats the crap. Like, does a number on both, like, almost (laughs) all the clones. And it's like, Rex and Cody go on, take off, and, like, they're... I love, I love that. I really did truly love that part of the um like the music them bringing in that that chase. I think it felt like very very appropriate to put that in there. Yeah, it was. That was just being ironic of it. No, but it was. I it, like yeah. if you wouldn't have said anything, I would have just glanced over it. But that is per- that is actually really really well done. Um, so off hands off hats off to Kevin Kiner. Right, um, um, so they track him and uh slick drops a bunch of bombs blows up the gunships blows up the ATTEs and as well as the weapons depot which like i mean makes more sense when after you watch the clone wars movie yeah how they were very not prepared um so the other form, other clones inform Cody and Rex that Slick had went into the command center, and they basically Commander Cody, Commander Cody and Rex are like, lock down the base, like we gotta find it's Slick. And so while they're dealing with that whole thing, Anakin and Obi Wan show up, and uh, they, um, they're obviously knowing they know that they're droids are spying on them uh they still decide to go on the mission they were the they make it to the base and inside is our first no not our first cannon well first in the release yeah. order cannon uh Asajj, of Asajj Ventress yeah it's first chronological VC Asajj yes so that's kind of exciting um and they begin to deal with her and and her and Obi-Wan which is weird because it's like her. I feel like her and Anakin would have a better like are supposed to have like the back and forth. Yeah, and Grievous and Obi Wan are supposed to have it, but like she 
tends to go back and forth with Obi-Wan, which I think is funny. Obi-Wan told me banger. Let's just let's just let's just let's just put that in the question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um so they have a nice little saber fight. Uh the Jedi managed so Anakin and Obi-Wan pretty much overcome Ventress, which is right. part of the plan. Uh she escapes, taunts them. Uh they basically are trying to capture her. She puts her sabers down on the floor, makes the floor crumble. Um, she ends up escaping. Uh and obviously they follow her. Um discovering that she has a whole army. She jumps on the one tripod droid yeah. thing that's really big. Um, and she's like, Come after me, boys. And I was like, you know what? That's low key a badass line. Yeah. I was like, you know what? That's pretty good. I like that one. Um so obviously they engage Ventures again on the overbalance. Um on the tridroid. That's what it's called, the tridroid. Yeah. Um and she escapes. Uh and well they escape on the steps to go back to the Republic base. Um, Ventress dispatches a general Lothsome, <laughs> um, who you see in the Clone Wars movie, uh, to take care of the Jedi. Um, and she will move on to the next part of her plan. And she heads to the Trident, which is the squid looking ship yeah. that she has. Now, back to the Republic base. Uh, Rex and Cody enter the command center and start searching for Slick. They start guessing on where he's hiding, like blah, blah, blah. And then like Rex like looks up and is like, or is it Rex or Cody? I think it's it's Cody. I think it was Cody. Cody. And then Rex comes up behind him. Yeah. 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 So like uh, Cody's like, Go to the uh, go to the um, weapons depot or whatever, and I'll check and I'll stay here and check up on comms. Uh, uh, secure the lockdown. That's what he says. Um, yeah. And Cody uh, Rex acts as if he leaves, sl- shuts the door. Cody purposely leaves an empty blaster on right. the on the um, hollow hollow circle. Yeah. Uh, Slick comes out of the vent, grabs the gun, and like badass yeah that most badass part cody goes it's empty sick and then and then rex comes behind him and then they engaged in hand-to-hand combat this was really good hand-to-hand combat for our first season yeah for sure like really really good for the animation there was no like going from one part to the other um, so yes. I thought that was really, really interesting to see that that was in the first season. And it wasn't very like, like very like stylistic. It was very brutal, like yeah, hand fight. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so do you know someone on your holiday gift list that's looking to cut costs? Consider a Henson razor. 
Henson razors use quality standard blades that only cost 10 cents each. That means you'll only be spending pennies a month on blades. Compare that to multi-blade cartridges that cost 20 to 30 times more. Over a couple years, that special someone on your list will save hundreds and get a safe and smooth shaving experience along the way. To learn more and to get 100 blades for free, go to HensonShaving.com slash holiday. At Henson, we're looking forward to the holidays, and that means more time in the kitchen. Now, imagine your trusty kitchen knife had a wobbly handle. You'd be nervous. Well, the same is true in shaving. Most razors on the market today don't support the blades well enough, allowing them to flex and bend. This is the source of razor burn. At Henson, we used our 20 years of aerospace manufacturing to solve this problem, supporting the blade so you can use it confidently. To learn more and to get 100 blades for free, go to hensonshaving.com holiday. Basically, so ba- Slick engages both of them in a physical combat, um, stating that he's try- tired of all the suffering and was offered freedom and money, obviously by Ventress. Of course. So that's great. Um, and like basically Cody knocks him unconscious and appreh- apprehends him. And like he's like, you are betraying your brothers. And, like, that's a huge thing, mm-hmm. if you think about it. It's the clones. The clones fight for each other and the Jedi. And it's like, yeah. they feel betrayed. And then it starts to make the Jedi think, well, we've had one traitor <laughs> in our mists down the road, which chronolo- chronologically, down the road, they have another one. Yeah, But, like, they start to realize that enemies are all... All, all around us. It's like and, the crawl. There's heroes on both sides. Yep, it, basically. Yeah. Slick to the Jedi. Anakin kind of is like, "Why would you do this to your brothers?" Whole type of thing. And he's like, "Because you are enslaved by the. We are enslaved by the Jedi." Um, and that he was striking a blow for all clones, and that he loves his brothers, and it's like. Cody and Rex are like, bro, you obviously don't know what we're fighting for then. Like, you're completely <laughs> off. Um, that he has now exposed that they're... Uh, basically, they're like, well, you've put us all in deep, deep danger. Right. And you're doing the opposite of what you were trying to do. So nice job, pal. You succeeded in something, but not the right thing. Right. Um. Cody orders the other clones to take the traitor to lock up. Rex reports that uh, that though most of the weapons are trashed, uh, they manage to save heavy cannons, which will prove useful in the coming battle. Of course. And that is the end of the hidden enemy arc. Again, yeah. ranking. Harith, what was your ranking? I'm gonna go out here and kind of popular. Again, this is you gotta remember. This is a season one episode, but it's by far the best season one episode. So I'm gonna hit it with a Jedi Master. You know, I can't disagree with you. <laughs> um, I, I'd say story wise, it's a Jedi Master. Um, I really enjoyed the tone. The like having the first season have a traitor of the clones was very intriguing, and I really liked that storyline because you know it's like, what if the clone, what if a clone 
decided to say screw it. I don't yeah. want to be part of the Grand Army of the Republic. Like this isn't this isn't for me. And decided to just be like, you know what? Screw it. We're done. Mm-hmm. And I think that was interesting, and I think that's what was the most compelling part for me. Yeah, for sure. Um, so both of us. So for overall, for the both of, so of the, we'll call this the filler arc. Um, for both filler. of these episodes, if we put these episodes together, what would you give it as like, like ranking for two episodes? These two episodes together. Well, I mean, the good perfect in between would be Jedi Knight. Yeah. That's kind of what I was thinking too, Jedi Knight. Um, because I think it just like off balances the Jedi Knight and the Jedi Master, obviously. So, of course. Um, talk to the chat a little bit. Aiden talks. Appreciate you popping in, saying hi. Always appreciate it. Um, I think that's pretty much it for comments, which is fine. It happens. It happens. We we carry on. We do our best. Um, so basically, now we are into Star Wars news. Yeah. Um, so let's break down episode two of Visions. We talked about episode one with Zelly last week. Um, obviously on They Fly Now, go check out the channel. Uh, they have episodes on Mondays and they have reactions uh, for Visions. They've, they are now on what? episode six seven six bd1 so six drops tomorrow all right drop drop today drop today yeah okay drop today so episode seven will be out tomorrow yep um for tatooine rhapsody hell yeah i want your thought where does this rank with it all the episodes and visions so i would say Tatooine Rhapsody is definitely in my top five. It's such a fun and cute episode. I don't know how people could hate this episode. Like, yeah. it's, it's so much fun, and it represents, like, what Vision straight up the, which is an anime studio's vision of Star Wars. Again, it's just a fun episode. You got Joseph Gordon-Levitt as the main character. You got Tamar Morrison as Boba Fett. You got yeah. Bit Fortuna in there. Like, like, what else could you not want? Yeah, it, absolutely. It's, I totally agree with you. It's just fun. And, and I love the fact that they made Joseph Gordon-Levitt's character a Jedi from the from the Clone Wars. Yes. And it's like the perfect hiding. Like, he's a Jedi that can sing. Yeah. And it's awesome. And the fact that they brought in a hut that plays the bass guitar <laughs> just makes a whole lot of sense. It does. And it's, it's so good. I Tatooine Rhapsody is in my top five. It's in my top five. Uh, Ninth Jedi. I cannot stop talking about that episode. I've watched it like four or five times. And every single time I find something new. Yeah. And we will talk about that in the next couple of weeks. um, Because we're going through visions week by week doing a review of each one. So Um, my trying to subtle plug, they fly now. Like I said, reactions. The reactions for Ninth Jedi, which came out yesterday. Oh, I saw that. I watched it. So good. I had to cut so much out because, again, YouTube copyright is very sensitive yeah, and very flimsy. Keep it. Yep. You only can keep it to so much, dude. I wanted to just release the entire reaction because it was incredible. Me and Carter were just talking it throughout the entirety of the episode. We were I just mean, going and going and going. You could, you could, you could 
do a separate cut and do like bloopers. Uh, it's, it's just so good. Like, uh, again, Ninth Jedi got so much. It was light. so good. Uh, got so many reactions out of me. Like, again, if you want to go watch that, go watch my reaction. Yeah, it's, it's so good. It. It's, it is really good. Um, and uh, speaking of reactions, um, and it's good that Harris on here because uh, we do have future plans as two podcasts. Yes, um, we will be doing reaction slash roundtables on uh, Book of Boba Fett. Yes. Not every week, not every week, but uh, premiere episodes and probably finales. Especially yes. the, I will say, finale of Kenobi. We all need to watch it together and react to it the same. Because I yeah. feel like if you get my reaction, it's gonna be me bawling, and it, that will get you clicks. Yeah, and we'll so, share it on both channels, so it'll be both hosted on yeah. Pod Ones, and they fly out. Because I feel like I don't want to like. Because again, premieres and finales generally view wise do the best so i think yes share on both channels we'll both get really well with that yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be awesome guys so speaking of boba fett we got some news oh yeah uh so we got our boy boba looking looking chill as hell just chilling which by the way (laughs) that picture is amazing i wish i could get a okay here we go He's just giving that, that mall right energy. That, that, that's the mall energy of like, I'm a boss. You know, I own everything. You see this you see this palace? This is mine. This is my yeah, palace. Yeah, this is my palace. And you know what? <laughs> um, I saw that there were some uh release stuff of of like episodes, like episode titles already. Yeah, I and saw the there were that. a couple and there were a couple that like really turned my eye. The syndicate. Yes. Are we gonna see Kira? Are we going to see Crimson Dawn? Are they still around? I mean, we don't know these things because obviously they have a still they have a run in the Star Wars comic that is going to be just about Crimson Dawn and what's going on. It's gonna be a sequel of the War of the Bounty Hunters arc that is going on right now. Right. Um but I am really excited about it and like Boba Fett it He's a low-key great character for me. Char loves Boba Fett, which, if I can say anything about my co-host, his reactions to the show are probably going to be the best. 100%. Like, this is his Kenobi for for him. Like, he loves Boba Fett. Um, And, by the way, if anybody knows how to get a poster of that. Uh, Actually, I think I have an idea for that. You just go to like any printing site, basically, and you get it in a 24 by 36 size, which is basically the size of a poster frame, and you just uh-huh. print it and print it in a frame. That's what we should do for Char's birthday. Yep. Yes. All right. Well, if Char rewatches this, like that's your birthday present. <laughs> there you go. Or a Christmas present. Maybe we'll do that as a podcast. Chris- Christmas Who knows? Christmas present. We'll, send it, we'll send him a good poster, and he'll have it for Book yeah. of Boba. Yeah, absolutely. It'll be before the show even comes out, which, by the way, won't come out until December 29th, which I 
don't mind because we 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 miss the holidays. Yep. Which I feel like if you miss the ho- if you have it on the holidays, and I think that's something that they learned from the Mandalorian. Yeah. If you have episodes that happen around the holidays, other big movies are coming out. Like No Way Home will be out. Um and other stuff will preoccupy people. Resurrections as well. Yes, Matrix. Um it it's just gonna be so awesome. Like I you can't like I Boba after seeing him the Mandalorian, it just made me like Boba so much more. He's a boss. He is. He is the best bounty hunter in the galaxy. And it just goes to show you with that picture. Well, um, I would say we're just ignoring Cad Bane. I mean, he's, he's over no, there. I, so <laughs> I saw um I saw on TikTok somebody had done an edit and they had put Cad Bane in the chair. Oh. And I was like, whoa. <laughs> that's ridiculous. Like that's that's really cool. But do I think that's gonna happen? I don't know. Um, rumors say he's in the show, so yeah, rumors do know. Um, but obviously, here's the synopsis: Boba Fett, a thr- uh, book of Boba, a book of Boba Fett, a thrilling Star Wars adventure, finds legendary bounty hunter Boba Fett and mercenary Fennec Shand navigating the galaxy's underworld when they return to the sands of Tatooine to stake their claim on the territory once ruled by Jabba the Hutt and his crime syndicate. Now, obviously, with the episode of Syndicate, I think we're going to see a lot of Crimson Dawn, the Huts, the um, Black Sun. Yes. Like, this is going to be what we should have gotten a couple of years ago. Yes, it's going to be great. In my opinion. And, like... Don't get me wrong, I'm not huge on bounty hunters, but I'm really freaking excited about this. Oh, 100%. And the the Collider interview with Robert Rodriguez has also kind of, like, piqued my, like, interest for the show. Because, like, him talking about how, like, you guys ain't ready for this show. Like, this show is going to, like, blow your socks off, basically. Yeah. And he really did a good job on the on the episodes that he did for The Mandalorian. Yeah, you did uh, episode six. The introduction of Boba Fett was a really good episode because if you remember, like John Favreau said, it was the shortest script of all season two, and he had to just improvise action and make that work, and he made it work. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but speaking of uh, shows on Disney Plus, we got some other news, and I d- and I the. For the podcast, I go to one source, um, and it's Star Wars Newsnet. Those guys okay. do a lot of good things. They don't report scoops as much, but they do a really good job of getting their facts straight and doing everything the correct way, which I absolutely love. I see they're not. We got this covered. I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, yeah. So like, um, they know their. Um, well, my camera just died. <laughs> We're good. This is uh, so it's uh, I gotta find the article now. All right, 
Lucasfilm plans to release 11 new Star Wars Disney Plus shows in the next few years. Um, let me get this up for the people, and I will also read it for the audio folks that listen to it on the audio. Hopefully the the uh, stream doesn't cut out. Right. Um, because we had audio issues last week. Um, so in a new report by the Hollywood Reporter suggests that the start starting with the book of Boba Fett, Lucasfilm wants to wants to get out 11 shows in the next few years. The Hollywood, the Hollywood Reporter covering today's surprise drop of the first poster of the book of Boba um, shared an interesting tidbit that somewhat uh, that was somewhat buried within the article. Um, quotes, uh, the book of Boba Fett will be the second live action Star Wars series to debut on Disney plus the streamer also has limited series centered on Obi-Wan Kenobi, Obi-Wan Kenobi, McGregor in the works along with two other Mandalorian spinoffs, Ahsoka and the Rangers of the new Republic all told Disney plans to air 11 Star Wars series in the next several years. So reading that, Harith, yeah, what are the chances of us getting High Republic shows? Well, I mean, that's my Ac- first thoughts. I mean, the Acolyte is already a High Republic show within itself, so we already got one in the works. So, what I mean, like an Avar Chris, El Elzar Man, Stellan Geos, like prequel to all the books. I mean, it's not out of the question. It's not. Um, and I would say prequel. It depends. Okay, it depends where all the characters lead up after Fallen Star. But like, I want. Oh. I just. Kinda, I feel like we need to wait for the trilogy to wrap first oh. before we start talking about what characters going to show up where. Over the next several years, though, and 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 here's another question: How many of these series are going to be limited series? Yeah. Are going to be one-offs? Because there could be more than just one, uh, one-offs. Yeah, and we know we the shows you again. The shows you know we have is Book of Boba, Kenobi, Andor, Book of Kenobi, Andor, Ahsoka, Acolyte. I'm just going through them all. Rangers of the New Republic, and yep. basically the six we know of. And they said eleven, so we only know half of the shows basically. Yeah, it's going to be... I, I think it's got an interesting little take to it, and I'm really, really excited about it. Um, It says we already know what seven of these projects are by means of the Lucasfilm previous announced, like at the Investor Day, so... All right. The Rangers of the New Republic and the Acolyte, and also Boba Fett. Um. But they're missing droid story. <laughs> the, the droid story and uh, Lando is also in there as well. Yeah, Lando is. Yeah, which we don't know. Uh, I want to- Donald Glover in that show. And if he's not in that show, I don't want it. Okay. So I don't know if you've listened to Star Wars lawyers, Chris's take on what he wants the Lando show to be. And no, what is it? Here for it. So basically, he wants it to be both Donald Glover and Billy D. Williams, 
each episode starts off with Billy D. Williams and Janna from Post Rise of Skywalker as he's telling his old life stories, and then we flash back into Donald Glover's life. So, like, kind of like Arrow, but like opposite. Yes, and they would film they would film all the Billy D. Williams stuff way in advance because obviously Billy D. Williams is getting older. We don't know how long he's got, so obviously they would film all the scenes with Janna, and then we would go way in advance so we could have all that ready to go and we could have multiple seasons of this. Do we think that it's going to go at the beginning of before Solo or after Return of the Jedi? I think it would be uh, after Solo, but before New Hope. Okay. That's interesting because we honestly don't know how um, how he gets to Bespin. Or do we? I don't think we do know. I don't think we do. So I think, I think that could be an interesting story. I think he's going uh, gambling, if I remember correctly, in Empire Strikes Back. Um, I think so. Um, but the other thing is, um, like, there's so much potential in a lot of the things that Lucasfilm is doing. Yeah, and. I think it would be rem- it would be a missed opportunity if they did not hit on the High Republic. Uh, a hundred percent. And again, I'm really excited for Acolyte because again, Acolyte is basically going to be the big finale for the main High Republic storyline. But I wouldn't mind like yep. in between phase storylines because we know after phase one they're going to jump around, and so if we get like little epilogues to these characters' stories of a show, an animated show or a live action show, I would be all here for it. No, absolutely. But it all starts off with um, Book of Boba. Yeah. Uh, 2022 is going to be an amazing year for Star Wars. 100%. Uh, we've got, we got Book of Boba, Andor, Kenobi, Bad Batch Season 2. Um, I, I'm here for it. I'm here for everything. Three. Mandalorian Season 3. Give me it all. I don't care. Give me it. Give me, give me, give me it now. We've got celebration yes. in California, um, in on Labor Day weekend or not Labor Day, uh, Memorial Day weekend. Yeah, twenty sixth Memorial Day weekend. Um, but like I, am I'm, I'm here for it. Yeah. I'm so here for it, and I, I th- this year is going to be because the last two years we have had no news, hardly anything. Yeah. Besides Mando season two finale and Bad Batch, those are the only two things that we've had. And well, and Visions. I will yeah. say Visions now. But like, there hasn't been a whole lot of news. Um, unless you're reading the High Republic, then. Yeah, unless, well, I, okay. I High Republic is great too. Don't get me wrong. But like, when I think of Star Wars, I'm like video video games, movies, TV shows. We haven't gotten a whole ton. Yeah. Uh, from that. Um obviously the Emmys were last week. Uh-huh. Um <clears throat> Boss is here. Military parents never miss a beat, and neither does the Johns Hopkins US Family Health Plan. Built for every warrior in your family with more than 40 years of service to military families. Tricare Prime Benefits plus exclusive extras. Learn more at warriorsathome.com. Israel is 5,690 miles away from the US. 11 hours by plane. Hate travels faster. In a comment, in a post, in a second. Jewish hate is up 388% in the U.S., 
black hate, Muslim hate, and Asian hate are up too. When one hate rises, they all do. Let's stand up to all hate together. Share and wear the blue square from StandUpToJewishHate.org. After he, after Ewan McGregor won a uh, Best Actor in a Drama Series or Comedy, oh yeah, he was wearing that during. They did a they did a uh, interview with him. They asked him, "What can we see from Kenobi?" He says, "I don't think I don't think anybody's going to be disappointed." And hearing him say that gets me ten times more excited. Yeah, because like seeing Ewan and Hayden and Vader and Obi Wan again, like it just gives me it 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 does something to me that not a lot of things can. Yeah. And I'm really excited to see what they do with this. Now, the other show that I'm the other shows that I'm really excited for. Mando season 3 obviously. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ahsoka is another one that is really underrated oh. and I think Andor which by the way is our next little topic that we can talk about. Yeah. Andor Diego Luna uh was asked about Andor and how it was going, how his shooting was going. He confirmed that they are now done filming Andor. Yep. Which begs the question, when do we um when do we see Andor stuff? Well, like okay. When do we? When when will that be released? Do you think? Well, if I had to guess, going from release dates like, like like normal so I would say we can expect Kenobi in spring. I think that's a fair assumption. Spring 2022, May? April, late April to early May, maybe even okay. late May if they really want to like get that celebration hype. But I'm saying late April, early May. Then uh, we'll get Bad Batch in the summer, like August or July, maybe. July, then that goes into the fall. And yeah. then it will, if it's 16 episodes, that's 16 weeks. That's two months. Yeah. So then we'll Roughly. get three months, three and a half months. Then we'll and get then the Mandalorian right, season three. So August, so August, September, October. November is usually when the last season dropped for Mando. Yeah, I would say if like. Am, am I correct on that? Yeah, so it's like late October, early November. Okay. So think about that. That's eight weeks. The finale drops on what? So if it drops in late after Thanksgiving. So let's just say, I will say that it drops in the first week of December. Yeah, let's say Andor comes out in December. Andor comes out in December or does Mando come out in December? Andor. I think Andor is a better assumption because they're both. So you think, so you think, so you think we won't see Mando in 2022. We'll see it in 2023. I think we'll see Mando in 2022, and we'll see Andor in 2022 as well. But Andor is going to so be a where, later. Okay, the when. So here's my issue. Um. Uh. Oh, Element Seven. Hold on. Yeah, but chat in here. Yeah, both at yep, December 29th. Yep, Book of Bubble will come out in December 29th. Yeah. Uh, we're more or less just talking about. What we when we think Andor and uh, yeah okay so here I we agree. go Obi Wan and May I agree we're in agreement 
Now, Element, here's my question. When in May? Do you think they'll drop it on May the 4th? Or do you think they'll drop it closer to celebration? Well, when does May the 4th land next year? May the 4th lands on a Wednesday, I believe. So do you think they'll... Well, there's only six episodes, right? So you think they're going to drop two episodes like Bad Batch style? Or do you think they're just going to wait till May the 6th? Uh... I don't know. See, that's a good question. Because I feel like... I, I agree. I think they're going to take the take advantage of May the 4th. I really, truly do. Because I feel like it's, it's, it's Star Wars Day. Obi-Wan and Darth... Well, Darth Vader, when you think... Well, when I think of, of Star Wars, I think of Darth Vader. Right. And most of people... Most, mostly people... Most of the people do. Like, that is what sells Star Wars. When you think of Star Wars, it's Darth Vader. Exactly. And and if we get Vader in episode one of Kenobi on May the 4th, that's just icing on the cake. Oh. Icing on the cake. Um, Element thinks that it will land on Wednesday, and then they'll do kind of like a Bad Batch thing with episode two falling on Friday, which very much could happen. Um. But um, I, I, like I said, Kenobi is going to be my favorite. Sh- it's probably going to be my favorite show that Disney has done, which is which is insane for me to say because I do really, really, really enjoy Mando. Um, and I and I also think Andor is very underrated. Yes, Andor is um, going to be great. It's going to be great because we don't have a whole lot of spy Star Wars stuff, and yes. I think that Star Wars in particular is a perfect narrative to make a spy show or make a spy show especially with the rebel alliance because everybody really really enjoyed diego luna in in uh rogue one yeah uh me included because i feel like his character um very much makes the rebellion not just like oh we're always on the side of good the into question like rebellions are built um Ooh, here's another hot take from Element. Ooh. Well, maybe not. Maybe maybe not. Maybe not hot take. But a bold take. Now. Oh, I didn't think about that one. Well, okay. So how would Omega? Uh, how would Omega? Because at this point, Omega, we don't really know much about season two. Um. I. I mean. A lot. We don't even know how long if there's going to be a third season. I I think there will probably be a third season of of Bad Batch. I think it's safe to say. I think I think Bad Batch will probably be three seasons. I think that's a three safe. seasons at the most. Yeah. Um. I, think I feel like though. it gets. I, I maybe four. Maybe they get the Rebels treatment. and They get a fourth season. Oh, I did. I need to start reading Catalyst then. I did forget about that. It's been ages since I read Catalyst. I read Catalyst when before. Did that come out before Rogue One came out? Yeah, I think so. From I, I think it did too. So I listened to the audiobook back when I used to work and do lifting and do stuff like that. So I used to listen to audiobooks a lot. And I really enjoyed Catalyst because it was like a good in between between Clone Wars and A New Hope. Right. Um. So that was that was that's an interesting point. Um. Mark Omega, which is weird because then that would imply that the Empire now has their hands on Omega. 
Yeah. So maybe Andor has to go save Omega from something. Um, that could be an interesting take. But we really don't know. But I, but like the article says, Diego Luna says, uh, teases will see familiar faces in the series. Obviously, now I'm assuming. Obviously, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you right now, you're going to see Jimmy Smiths in both the Kenobi in the Kenobi and in Andor. I don't think it's that much of a stretch to say that. Yeah, because he's part of both. I mean the. He's part of the rebellion. Like he's a big factor of the rebellion, and if Jimmy Smith isn't in it, that's going to start turning some questions for me. Um, because I feel like Jimmy Smith is older, which fits perfectly narratively. Yeah, because it's he he can age. He does. They don't have to do anything de aging with him. Um, so that's really intriguing. Obviously, you're going to see Mon Mothma. Do we see a young Leia at this point? I think um, young Leia is more of a Kenobi thing than an Andor thing. But do we know when Andor takes place? Does it take approximately uh, two years before Rogue One? I would say, I would say maybe like four to five years from Rogue One. It's around like I think it's if I remember chronologically, it's before the first season of Rebels. If I remember correctly. Yeah. Don't count me on that. <laughs> so, uh, looking at the little quotes from the article, uh, you'll definitely see familiar faces. I can tell you about this project like no other because I can't spoil the ending if you've seen Rogue One already. No matter <laughs> what I say, I can't ruin the ending. But you can't, you can ruin the context of the show, which is very dangerous. But then again, he could throw us off by saying one thing or the other. Kind of like an Andrew Garfield saying, I'm not in Spider-Man Home, No Way Home. I'm I'm not the werewolf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. (laughs) Okay, buddy. Um, Diego Luna uh, then continued to express his enthusiasm by praising the work of the entire cast and crew of Andor. To be honest, it's been such a blessing to do this uh, job and to do it under these circumstances. I had the chance to work with a team that I couldn't be more proud of and admire more. It's a hardcore moment to be out there shooting, and we were really lucky. We're done with the shooting now and getting it ready for audiences to see. While I can't say much, what I can tell you is is that the experience was literally transformation for me. It's something that I really wanted to do and that I thought I was going. I was not going to be able to do. I am more than happy. So that's awesome. Um, And we got and we got our answer via Element. Thank you again for for coming into the stream. Appreciate it. Um, It takes place five years before Rogue One, so that means Leia is approximately uh, fourteen. Fourteen. Because yeah, because like, she's nineteen. Yeah, because she's nineteen. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So she's she's fourteen. So that's interesting. We could see a young Leia there. Um, I, I highly doubt it though. I think because we see her in Rebels, I don't think bringing her in Andor would make any sense. And I think they're going to leave most of like obviously we're going to have Mom Mothma, we're going to have Bail Organa. Those are the easy. You're going like, to see Saw Gerrera. Uh, yeah, yeah, we're going to see Saw Gerrera again. So Saw like Gerrera. those. 
I think we'll see those characters because they're not like they're legacy characters, but they're not like the original trio. I think they're not no. going to touch it until because it's they're too... not going to touch. They're not going to touch Luke, Leia, or Han. Yeah, I think it's too late into the timeline. Like if it was a little bit earlier, like let's say it was yeah. like where Kenobi's at, you could probably yeah. touch it and be fine. Wait. So this takes five years before Rogue One. Kenobi takes place ten years after after Revenge, Revenge of the Sith. So it's five years. So later. between so so this is five years later. Yeah. Andor takes place five years later after Kenobi. Yep. Okay. So you're definitely not seeing Kenobi in this show. I can For already sure. tell you that right now. He looks like Alec Guinness. Like, like they were first. Like they they were reporting on on Kenobi being on set, and I'm like no. That doesn't really make any sense to me. And narratively, it I just don't I don't see it. I, I can just see don't like, see it. I can see like Ewan McGregor visiting the set and people think mm. he's in the show and that's That's probably what it is, if I'm being honest. But it it like I said, with Lucasfilm wanting wanting to do eleven shows in the next few years, we already know I think Andor has already gotten a second season. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure it's already slated for a second season. Um, yeah, because they announced that uh, K2SO will not be in the show. So, yeah, it basically confirms there's going to be a, there's going to be a second season because they have to have Al- Alan Tudyk in the show because I think it would be amazing. Um, while the pure Star Wars talk ended there, Luna wanted to throw in one last message uh, about representation on screen. He is, of course, the first first Mexican born to lead a Star Wars property. Good job for that. Yeah. Though not the first Latino, as Pedro Pascal was born in Chile. Thank <laughs> you for the rest. Rep- I mean, not thank you because I'm obviously not Latino, but I, I like to see them finally breaking breaking the mold. Yeah. This is great. And this is something that more big studios, I, I, I truly believe this, need to do it. And Marvel has now done it with both Black Panther and Shang-Chi. And by the way, Shang-Chi, a phenomenal film. 100%. Yeah, great Phenomenal film. film. Absolutely loved it. It's probably one of my top five in the MCU. I love that movie so much. And it was probably the first, like, Asian-centered movie um, that I've seen that depicted it really, really well. And I was like, there's not things that... It, it, it's just a flawless film. Yes. I will say that. Flawless film. Um, but back to the message that he said. Um, audiences can be heard. We have to send a message. We want to see our stories out there we want to see feel and feel represented um we want to connect with those characters and those stories we see in film and all platforms we have a voice as audiences we have the power we have to send the right uh no wait hold on we have the voices as audiences and we have the power we have to send the right message when you buy a movie ticket or when you click on the various platforms you're sending a message. And when you don't, you're also sending a message. So let's be responsible because we can transform things and make sure 
uh, we are represented more and represented better on screen. Yeah. Which, hands off. That's a great, that's great. And I, here's the thing. So, now we're getting towards the end of the episode. We are coming up close to uh, Disney Plus Day. Yes. We're obviously going to see Marvel stuff. We're obviously going to see Pixar stuff. For Star Wars, what do we see? Well, this is the easiest and safest pick I could ever pick. We're for sure seeing a Book of Boba teaser or a full trailer. I think we get a teaser before. We'll get, yeah, I think, yeah, I'd say teaser maybe on like Monday Night Football. Yes. And then during halftime, and then we'll I th- like. I think like, they're gonna. I think they're gonna hit us hard with a Kenobi. Either like a it, so they did like the Kenobi thing. Like they showed the title. I think you get a release date, and you get a teaser for Kenobi. Well, actually, I I can't share my screen, but no, yeah, you so, can. So I'm looking at the Monday Night Football game schedule. I think it's Pat. I think it's uh. Giants, uh, Giants, Chiefs. I actually disagree. I'm gonna try sharing my screen if I can. Here, I've got. I think I've got to stop sharing my screen here. Cause I actually have really. There you go. Chrome tab. So NFL Monday Night Football. I think if there's a game, it's got to be either Colts Ravens or Bills Titans. Cause. These right here are high ticketed Monday night games. They're oh, both, that's true. They're both successful teams. Obviously, the Colts are 0 3, but they're both successful teams most of the time. It's a safe bet. And this lines up schedule wise where the Mandalorian had their trailers premiere, which is second week of October. I think this right here is a safe bet. Possibly. So I would, so I would Possibly. say week, week Go six up. Monday, Monday. Go up. Let me yeah, go down. Yeah, go down. Well, I don't think they're going to show it that late. I think it's but too But that late. is closer. It is closer to the Disney Plus day, but I think they want to give a little bit of a gap. So that, I think That's true. So I think lock it in your dates, guys. It's going to be either week 5 or week 6. Two I'm, and a half time. I'm, sa- I'm saying I'm saying just because I'm a Chiefs homer, it's gonna happen on the first of November. It's not gonna happen. I'm telling you right now. It's Lock it gonna- in now. Pod of Ones Podcast guaranteed. I wish I had a burr, 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 audio, but I don't. I'm locking it in as a as a fly. I would say I would say, as, I would as, say as, in my realist. second uh, my second bet would be the sixteenth because it is a really good game between the Bills and the Titans. Yeah, Bills and Titans, I think is the for sure bet. Yeah, but I think they find out guarantee. Um, but guys, that is going to wrap it up for the podcast. Again, I want to thank Harith for coming in, being my co-host for the night. I appreciate it. I appreciate you. Uh, where can the good people follow you on the social medias? Obviously, since TikTok is kind of like our mainstay when it comes to most platforms, you can find me again at the bottom. Like here's it's displays on my screen. Hair Productions at TikTok, and for YouTube, like I said a little bit earlier, uh, they fly now show on YouTube where we release our podcast every Monday at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern, 
and we have our reactions every Friday, either that be a show or movie or news. Um, do you want to go into detail about what next Monday's episode is going to be? I the subject. Yeah, I can. Uh, next Monday we'll be having uh the basically it's just going to be like the entire story of Luke Skywalker from start to finish. We'll be we'll studying from a New Hope to Last Jedi. Let me tell you guys, you're not going to want to miss it. Uh, Carter and Harrod do a great job getting guests and 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 doing the quality. It's a fun time. If you if you're if you're subscribed here, you should be subscribed subscribe to They Fly Now because they're great. They're awesome. I've been on twice. Um, so go give them some love. It's gonna be awesome. Obviously, you guys can follow uh Char at Char Char J on TikTok, Instagram. Uh, he will be sorely missed on on this episode. Uh, but that's okay. It goes on. Uh, so you can find the Pot of Ones podcast on, uh, at the bottom. Obviously, you can see it on the YouTube. If you can't, you obviously can't see it on the audio. TikTok at the Pot of Ones podcast. Instagram, uh, at the Pot of Ones pod. Twitter at Pot of Ones. Um, and obviously, if you, uh, you can find the podcast audio on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcasts. Um, but for that, that is going to be a podcast and, uh, may the force be with you. Uh, we will be back on Friday. I didn't see it coming. Life can be so unpredictable. After losing my dad, it made me think about my family if something were to happen to me. The mortgage, car payments, and all the other bills. Even things like our annual summer vacation would be out of reach. I had heard about life insurance through Ethos and how easy it was to get coverage. They were right. I knew it was time to stop putting it off and get life insurance right now. I got on my computer and went to ethoslife.com. In just 10 minutes, I was covered. And boom, family protected. Thanks to Ethos, my family won't have to worry about the bills if the unpredictable happens to me. Ethos, fast and easy online term life insurance. Up to $2 million in coverage with no medical exam. Some policies as low as a dollar a day. Answer a few health questions and get your free quote at ethoslife.com slash audio. That's E-T-H-O-S life dot com slash audio. 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting? Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.